back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are your hosts, Stephen and Kyle. And today we're going to do something a little different for you. We had our phone line set up for a while now. We've got quite a bit of voicemails, so we're just going to dig through them today and kind of talk uh, talk about them and let you guys listen to them. We haven't actually listened to very many of them. No. So it's going to be kind of a live thing for us. Yeah, it's we're, we're just going to play them in order, and how they fall is how they fall, right? Mm-hmm. So... We don't know what, like Steve said, we don't know what they say. They could be anything. They could be experiences. They could be advice. They could be somebody telling us to go fuck ourselves. <laughs> that's probably we really probably don't. A we good chance God honest do not have a clue. We that one time we vaguely started listening to one and I shut it off because it's gold. Yeah, it's because the dude's bad. talking about gnomes. So I'm like, nope, shutting off. Gnomes are good. Boom. But yeah, we purposely kind of wanted to backlog it. Accumulate a little bit. Yeah, that way we could do a full episode of call-ins and maybe kind of borderline entice people to call in more. Yeah, we do. Have, we did buy this phone for a reason. Yeah, and uh, the the interview with Harrison was great. That was awesome. We needed that a lot when we got it, so I, I appreciate you. And Steve has some... <laughs> some follow-up. Yeah, some follow-up that is rather interesting, but first... We got to go through all the biz. Yeah, the business. Check us out at all our socials. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Just search Apollo Sky and you'll find us. Come and hang out. You know the drill. If you have a paranormal encounter you'd like for us to feature on a future show, Kyle's going to tell you how to get that to us. You can call our cell phone, which is going to be 618-556-0837. You can leave a voicemail there, and then we're probably going to post feelers that the week of recording to let everybody know where we'll be accepting interviews, you know, some, sometimes Friday and Saturday, sometimes just Saturday, just kind of depends on our schedule. Um, but other than that, the normal way, you know, you can record yourself, shoot it over to the email, you can write a story out, you can send it over. There's people who leave stuff on our website our socials. So it does get a little wonky uh, trying to keep track of everything because there are quite a bit. Uh, I still am waiting for a response email to the gentleman who emailed me that monsters are real. So if you listen to this, yes, please, 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 please email us back. That was I am, the most cryptic email yeah, I've ever read. I am read. hyper excited and you, I mean, you have just grabbed my attention. Yeah, we're here for it, dog. Yeah, like I really want to have this conversation. I really, really want to have that conversation, uh, even if it's just you emailing us. But, yeah, those are the way you can get a hold of us, like I said. And I, I was I was brainstorming the other day. It would be cool if I could figure out how to do the live interview phone calls, but all, which my computer's not fast enough to do it right now, but also somehow – stream it on YouTube as well. Like it's like, it'd be a live radio show that people could tune oh, in. Sick. You know, we could monitor the comments and as, as we go, I wish there was like a splitter where I could split this from here into both ours. So you could run the YouTube stream. I could run the recording audio stream. Yeah, I bet we could figure it out. There probably is a way I'll just have to do a little bit more research. Uh, maybe I can uh, get a hold of Tony. Cause I know he knows how to do all that fucking stuff but anyways that was an idea i was floating around you know and obviously some people will miss it 
which I'll record the audio and post it as a as a show. But it would be cool just to have a, a little more interaction because all of you out there have like the interaction we get from everybody is just so phenomenal. Like what Steve <laughs> is going to go into into in a little bit is like he told it to me and I'm like this is gold. We have to talk about it. Like this is this is what we're like this is what's going on. And I just love it. I love how like we have like, such a great yeah audience. Like the follow up just from the flutes alone. Yeah. Like Kenneth has dropped stuff. People on Instagram have dropped stuff. Yeah, Facebook blew up. Yeah, Steve's had a bunch. Like it's so awesome. And or or our, our last Patreon story. Like there are people in the Discord now trying to keep up with that article and hell half a year keeping us informed. You know, because we got to keep the midnight oil burning for the show, constantly turning and burning out the research and stuff. Yep, and like the way the way you guys help is it's infinitely more than we could ever ask for or any of that anything of that nature. Yep, you guys are rad. Yeah, it's awesome. Um yeah. We have uh, a bunch of different ways you can support the show. If you'd like to, we got a Patreon and a Venmo. Just search Apollo Sky Podcast. If that's something that you'd be interested in, throwing some monster money in or getting some extra content. We also, we do have a Discord. If anybody wants to come over and hang out, we get think tanks going on in there, digging into a bunch of different shit. I'm about ready to post some uh, cryptic interaction we had from last March. I think thought it may have been tied with egress um but i'm not sure it's weird i'm gonna post it and see if anybody can translate some of these numbers and shit that were posted on our twitter uh real quick also i forgot to mention that steve the 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 podcast po box oh yeah. phone number store link all that stuff is in the show notes now i finally did my job and, <laughs> and added all that to the show notes so if you want merch, uh, you need to remember the phone number. You need the the PO box to send us something crazy. There, it's all in the show notes now. So yeah. now you don't have to listen to the episode, scroll through and try to find it. You just go to the show notes, look in there, and it, all the information you're going to need is, should be in there. If not, message one of us. We'll get at you. Yep, it should be all on our socials yeah. too. Uh, yeah, another way you could do it is leaving us a five star rating and review. Uh, that helps us move through the whole big sea of podcasts and make us more visible and easily accessible by people. I want to apologize to all of our listeners outside of the U.S. Uh, Apple will only make available U.S. ratings and reviews. So I'm going to have to go back through our chartable and start finding everybody yeah, from shitty. out of out of country. I know it's, it's dumb as hell, Yeah, but I'm just going to screenshot them as I go. So today's gonna, we're going to be knocking out some, uh, of our friends from across the borders. Today's five-star rating and review is from our friend Lance from Canada. He says, very good. As a worker at an asphalt plant, I have many hours of mindless work in a loader, but I thought I heard someone say there's a podcast to end all boredom. I looked it up and indeed a lit podcast with dope hosts. Now I even look forward to a 12-hour shift, which I thought was an impossibility. Keep up the great work, boys. I start the morning with a monster in Hollow Sky. Shout out, Lance, bro. Hell yeah, dude. Blue collar holler. Dollar That's bro. right. <laughs> we are in the exact same set of shoes. I feel you. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to, you know, just throw some good words out there. Yeah, very much. I love much. it. Stay safe, dog. Yeah, for sure. And... 
Hell yeah, I'm cracking open a monster with you. So, um, not going to do a uh, listener experience today since we're going to be going through the voicemails. But I am going to do a little follow-up to our Midnight Flutes uh, episode with our friend Harrison. So I got a message on Facebook from a listener, a fan of the podcast. I'm just going to call him old man. He knows who he is. And this is what he has to say about it. He says, listening to Midnight Flutes sounds like textbook fairies, not the Tinkerbell kind. The real ones, Druid Celtic tradition. He should live, leave out heavy cream and meat at his door outside. And whatever he does, do not look back. Capital letters. Do not look back after leaving it. Should satisfy them to leave him alone. Jesus ain't going to cut it with the old world shit. Oh, I live two blocks from a hospital on Main Street and I've dealt with them before. They're not difficult to make happy, but they're particularly troublesome if they get into your house. My daughter ended up with fairy locks, and we had to cut them out. Took a while to dial it in. They came around from time to time, and I'll leave them an offering, and they move on. They usually cause trouble when they want something. They're super tricky, too. They try to trick you and bait you. For example, all my lawn ornaments one night were flipped over. I didn't acknowledge it, just left out an offering, gave it a few days, and we were good. You'd be surprised how much things make sense when you take an outside look at things. I'm Norwegian, Swedish, and German, and I follow the old ways. I don't mean to sound cool about it, but I've just learned to deal with it. Make no mistake, they can be really dangerous if you fall into a trap or they get stuck inside your house. Fairies are very superior and won't accept you trying to hold power over them. It's about respect. Respect them, they respect you. Sometimes they'll even pass along some good fortune if they like you and your gifts. Anyway, that's my late night rant. Peace, brah. That's awesome. Like it's it's terrifying, but at the same time, like that correspondence is so fucking cool. It's like I love the line, Jesus ain't gonna cut it with the old world shit. That's that is fucking crazy. That is a one liner right there. Oh, for sure. Without that's that's question. up there with the devil will follow you home. Yep. I'm not sure if that's what you want to hear, Harrison, but at least there's a solution, a possible solution to your. Yeah, I your know problem. when I when I was looking it up and I mentioned it, you're like, I don't want to f- be feeding anything, but it might be the only route to take. I mean, I might not be a bad route to take, I guess. Yeah. If they are giving you trouble, uh, fuck, bro, I don't know. It's I mean, so... to be to be 100 percent honest at this point, if I had people now. In all fairness, if it was happening to me, I would want more than one person to come forward with that explanation just to kind of re-verify. But it doesn't seem like that big of a a change of pace to just leave out some cream and, and some meat and then <laughs> Not just go back. back inside. Yeah. Well, uh, and I mean, it maybe, maybe, I, know. I don't know, maybe they like you. They take a liking to you and then turn your life around a little bit. Who knows? Maybe you, maybe you got to get a second job because now you're feeding a whole army of fairies. I mean, if they, it wouldn't be a bad idea to have a whole army of fairies at your back. Yeah, that's true. I'd rather have armies of fairy, an army of fairies with me than against me. <laughs> exactly. Okay, uh, old man, dog. I uh, want to know what happens if you do look back. Ooh, yeah, you good said, question. Set it out. Do not look back. Capital yeah. letters. Yeah, because whenever Steve read that to me, I go, "What does this motherfucker know that we don't about the fae?" <laughs> yeah, it, it, like it, you need to, you need to give us the rundown. 
Yeah. Because can, it, that stuff, the Fey is he hard might, to find. He might come on the show. He has sent me a bunch of correspondence I with... Would, dude, at this point, I would, I, I would not be opposed to that. Even just you learn us about the Fey. Yeah, yeah. He sent me. He sent me all kinds of different encounters that I, we I, we haven't even got to yet. Like, right. I I almost the backlog is real. Yeah, I almost just feel like you know what we'll we'll make a, we'll make an episode out of, episode out of it. Yeah, call in. We'll record it. Let's get fucking weird. I do. love it. I love it. And just just the fact that we have people out there that are like that that decide I'm, to take the initiative to help other people other listeners is fucking cool. And. And I know in the Discord I said someone was posting that they were having their lawn furniture flipped over too. It was Kenneth. And how weird is it? I'm making all the connections. Kenneth was the one that linked the tones, the tones that Harrison was hearing, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And he linked that to, what were those tones he was talking about? Oh, I don't know. Kenneth is too smart. Was it Luke Faye? It had something to do with that. Kenneth is probably laughing at us right now when he Sorry, hears Kenneth. this. Dorothy. Dude, you're way too smart. Um It's but yeah, it's Ken, Kenneth was very curious about the 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 tones and how they were played and because I they had different meanings to them, you know, and we did I did get into contact with Harrison about that. I forwarded that message, but yeah, Kenneth definitely had shit flipped over and moved at his house. So, I cannot remember the plant that it was, but it, the plant itself had mystical properties in some cultures. It was used so to weird. ward off something. I can't remember what it was. Are, are we just opening fairy portals to where everybody that listens to us is now getting fucked with? Because I apologize if that's true. I don't know if that's how fairies work, but whatever. I don't either. Hopefully, if they if they do come around us, they like us. Yeah, I mean, we do bring not much to the table. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. And I thought of, I thought it was awesome, dude. Jesus so cool. doesn't cut it with the old world shit. Like some of the knowledge that these people I, yeah. drop on us is so fucking awesome. Like we were talking about it, and it's so it's so dope. That we have such an army of knowledgeable weirdos, yeah, that are behind us. I yeah, love it. I it's love it. it's fantastic. Anyway, me and Kyle, we're we're excited to record tonight, so we're just kind of yeah. we're kind of all over the place. So you guys are gonna have to deal with it because that's what we do. Yeah, it is what it is. We are gonna start diving into these voicemails. I don't even know what to expect. It's pretty much the reason we bought the phone. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoy it. And like Kyle said, I hope it inspires more people to call in because we want to know the weird shit. Absolutely. So here goes the first one. Do it to it, Lars. Hey, Steve and Kyle. It's Mike from Tennessee. Uh, I don't know how long the your voicemail will record. Uh, so... Um, it might be better just to actually talk to you guys whenever you get the chance, whatever works for you. Um, I was going to tell you about the sleep paralysis that I've experienced through my life and a lot of stuff that you said, Steve, um, really correlates with what I've experienced. So, you know, just whenever, whenever you all have the, uh, the time, Mike, thanks so much for leaving your voicemail. Um, yeah, we're 
definitely interested in hearing some sleep paralysis stuff. Uh, like you said, the things that I experienced resonate, resonated with you. So um, whenever we get get ourselves together and get a schedule together, we will definitely be reaching out. Maybe shoot you a text message. If you'd like to come on and we can chit-chat about it, that would be sick. Oh, yeah, for sure. I love it. And sleep paralysis has always kind of thrown us into yeah, crazy we, conversations. It is. It's, it's the I don't know, man. The brain is weird. That is an understatement. But moving on to the next one. Hi, uh, this is, um, I guess I'm a bipostal because that's how I uh, broadcast. I'll try to make this as short as I can because I don't know how much time I have on this um, broadcast, on this uh, recording. So um, I have an experience with gnomes, or what I believe are gnomes. Um, I did not see them. Um, I'm going to shoot this real, real fast here. So I was in Stanley Park, Westfield, Massachusetts. Um, this was about a decade ago. It was, I want to say, 2012. Um, and it's in spring, April, during a sporadic rainstorm with a bunch of my friends that I was showing them around the park. Um, they all had finals. I, I, They all were done with their finals. I still had to complete my final and um, in college. We were all uh, in the park across the street from the university at Westfield. And um, I was leading them around. All of a sudden, the weather just changed dramatically from a very humid, hot day to a cold rain. And I had to get them out as fast as I could because they were all shivering and nobody brought coats. And I'm the only one that was where, where they were going. And none of us had phones because we did a thing where we never bring phones in on like party days and stuff. And I'm the sober party leader along with one other of my friends and like me and him, we're leading them out and we're leading them up this hill and we get to the middle of the hill. I'm looking at the plateau of the hill and there were, I, I first noticed one of them and in pot you ever play with the Lincoln logs as a kid, you know, the like Lincoln logs. Well, this was um, a, like they, it was like Lincoln logs, but they were made out of tinder, like made out of the smallest type of branch you could find, and and they it was made like an uh, architect made it. It was no, no kid could have po- no child could have possibly made this. And so I thought. Um, <laughs> there's another story attached to this where I met Indigo kids saying, oh, I just made some berry houses up the road. And this was in Foxborough. And I was like, did you just say that? And, and so anyways, um, to go back to the initial story, uh, that, that was this year. Uh, so go, what I just said to go rewind back, uh, in 2012, we were on the Hill. I look over and I see one hut that's made out of about 500 little tiny sticks and has a pine needle roof. And then I, I'm befuddled. I think what I'm seeing is impossible. I call out to my two sober friends to run down. One of them sees it. He screams. He actually yelled and screamed and ran up the hill. And then um, my other friend came down. He was just as befuddled as I am. Like, whoa. Just like profundity is the best word I can put it. Not even confused, but you're like, uh," like looking around at these things. And then we didn't have any phones on us. So I knew I couldn't take a picture. So I'm looking at it. I look inside and then all of a sudden I look down and below and there's like six more of these little huts 
there had to have been at least like a, a dozen or so, of, maybe not a dozen, about eight, like anywhere from six to eight of these little tiny huts all sporadically made. It looked like a little tiny gnome village. It looked like a village of like, of egg-shaped rocks. Because I look inside each one of these huts and there's a, a bird's nest with these three, each one had three egg-shaped rocks placed inside of them. And they were perfectly egg-shaped, but like bubbly. Like they looked like, um, they, 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 they looked like a sedimentary rock. Like they looked like, you know, like how it has a bubbly kind. It's not perfectly smooth. It's a little bubbly. But like the rock itself was perfectly concave. And, uh, and sorry about that. Um, I'm going to finish this one up before it cuts me off again. I know I got distracted, distracted on the texture of these rocks. But that, believe me, that's a large part of the story. So I picked up one of these rocks. And like I was saying before, these impossibly made huts. There's about six, like eight, six to eight. I noticed the first one, but then I look over in the rain, and there's like a bunch more of them. And me and my friends are like, you know, my friend, my other friends like, um, like just as confused as I am. So I pick up one of these rocks. I'm feeling it. I'm holding it, and then I notice that like the bottom's perfectly flat, and I'm like, what is? So I. I'm holding it and I'm thinking, I'm like, I got to take this rock with me because it's the only way to prove that what we're seeing here is actually real. And as I said before, this was in Stanley Park in Westfield, Massachusetts. Beautiful park, very beautiful park. Um, I have my own stories with that park. There's a lot of interesting things that happen around there. And just, it's, you know, in general, um, I, would, I would call it high strangeness possibly. But um, anyways, um, we're walking out. Like, so I, I take the rock and I start walking with the rock. And the moment I start walking with this rock, I had a feeling happen to me. Uh, at the time I described, it was like, I chose to jump off a building. It was like that, that feeling, like it's the emotional feeling, like choosing to jump off a building. And I'm like, I was walking out with the rock. Like I'm going to die. Somebody's telling me I'm going to get hit by a truck. I'm going to get hit by lightning. I'm something. I'm going to I'm going to get have a heart attack in my sleep. Like something's going to fuck up if I take this rock with me. And and and, and the the one message it was like a the only time I've ever really had like what you, what I would consider like a telepathic message sent to me or something was when I just felt like put me back, just put me back, and I'm like oh. <laughs> I like. Blood ran down my face. Put the put the rock back, and I'm like, "All right, we're gonna come back here." And I said that to Adam, and Adam's like, "Okay." And we walk up the hill, and all my friends are shivering, and they're like, "Yo, what the what the hell's going on?" And my other friend is not talking to them at all, and he they're like, "You look like you you, you all look like you've just seen a ghost." And we're like, "Let's just get out of here, guys." So you know, we got out, delivered all my friends like back to their dorms, and the moment I did. I turned to the friend that was down there with me and I'm like, we're going back right now. We're getting raincoats, flashlights, everything, our phones and, and my video camera. We're going back down there. And we did. <laughs> everything was gone. It was like, it never happened. It wasn't even like, it was, it wasn't even like someone came by and kicked it down. It was like, there was nothing there. It was like that had never been there. And I'm like, Hey man, you saw this, right? And he's like, yes, I did. And I'm, and, we still talk about it casually to this day, but definitely, I, you know, I'm, I'm the one that focuses a little more on it. But uh, and then, and then our third friend that he had 
Joe says he saw that too, but he, he kind of almost takes himself a run up that hill. And I'm like, you know, though, man, maybe you got the message before I did. <laughs> because I tried to pick up the rock and then got the whole, like, uh, fear of God, I guess as they call it, like, thrown into me. I'm like, oh, oh God, something's going to happen. And, like, and I had to put down the rock and, you know, it, it's, it's something had to, like, really slap me in the face metaphor, um, I, I guess, uh, psychically slap me in the face before I wanted to get rid of that proof. Yeah, it's very, very strange. Gnomes are crafty people like that, right? Anywho, uh, thank you for listening. And um, uh, this whole story's on Post Roy Post. That's my rant, yeah. Anyways, thank you for listening again. Love you guys. Bro, I don't... I don't even know what to say with that one. I love it. Yes, I will start off with saying, love the energy. Love the energy. Love the sporadicness. Uh, I love that you put the rock back. Yeah. Because... It, it falls so hand in hand with everything we've been talking about up to this point. Like, like it, maybe it dog, was. That's how you get fairies. You yeah. steal a fairy house. Yes. That's how you get fairies. That's what I was going to go with is that maybe this wasn't gnomes per se, but maybe you stumbled onto the fae. Yeah. And this had something to do with the fae. A whole, like, the whole fae community. And, and, like, I could only imagine I'm trying, like, the amount of bogglement. When I don't even know if boggleman's a word, but it sounds <laughs> it is, good. It is, you know what? It sounds good, right? This is the Kyleism of the day. Right. Bogglement. Bogglement of the situation there. And like you you go back to because I would too. I would go back with my phone and oh, I yeah. have to take pictures. I need evidence. And the fact that the entire village is now gone. I'm trying I would to picture... go what the action were we on drugs? I'm trying to picture the the tiny little the community tinder Lincoln log connect. I just imagine a bunch of sticks, yeah, built like a log cabin, and then it has like little pine needle roof, <laughs> yes, and little rock huts, like, and the the fact that you that you took the rock, which was ballsy, yeah, and then you're like the 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 fear. I don't know, bro. It, it set in so on you, weird. and it was it said, "Put me back now, yeah. or you were gonna die." Yeah, which sounds hit fey. By a car, yeah. uh, you know, from literally what we just talked about, it sounds fey. Yeah, with what with what dude said, like, yeah. do not respect, do not disrespect them. It's yeah. about respect. I'm curious as to, you said it happened a decade ago. Have you had any weird shit go on? Touche. Have you had stuff in your house moved around, like missing? missing stuff just to kind of play with your mind a little bit. Like your car keys are supposed to be here, but they're over here. Or you come out and like stuff in your house is upside down. Little things, just things that would kind of make you question yourself. Like, did I, did I do this or did I not do this? Because like I said, the fair tricksters. Yeah. So, I mean, even unbeknownst to you, if that was a fake community and you did take that rock, that probably came across as a sign of disrespect. For sure. If somebody picked up my house and walked around with it, I'd be like, probably be pissed. Yeah, you need to put that motherfucker back. Yeah. And the fact that the whole thing was moved the next day, almost like they just packed up. They're like, man, yeah, we, we've been had. Let's we go. got to go. They probably moved into his basement. Like it, that's, <laughs> it's so bizarre. I love it. That it just magically it. disappears like that. Dude. 
sometimes that is probably one of the most bizarre calls we've ever had sometimes things come down the wire and i'm just i'm what 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 i'm I'm in bogglement i just (laughs) i don't even it's so far out of my wheelhouse like i don't even know where to go with it i love it like the flutes i i'm like what is happening and now i don't know little fey villages I don't know. We're if being I, we're being drawn to the Fay now. Where were we going the other day? We went to we went to eat at the Mexican restaurant. Yeah. And there was that huge fairy ring in those. Oh in yeah, that yeah. Yard yeah, you way. said something about it. Did you? Oh man, it was massive. <clears throat> they're everywhere, bro. Maybe they're the cause of our problems. I wouldn't doubt what it. What if Egress is the Fay? I wouldn't doubt it at this point. Egress, Fago soda. <laughs> it's the juggler. Just Egress is juggler. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Solved it. Chalk it up. Yeah, another one done. Another one down. We're getting but. way too good at this. <laughs> I got nothing. That was probably <laughs> the highlight of my night. I don't even. I don't know though. The old dude from Facebook was pretty lit too. I don't know enough about. He he says gnomes, but I I picture gnomes being bigger. Same. Than what he was describing, same. which could they they all could be they all could be from the same like cut from the same cloth, really. absolutely. But I am super curious if you're listening to this caller, let us know. Call them, call the phone back, email us, do whatever you got to do. If weird shit has happened in your house or wherever you're staying since then, I love the story. It's yeah. great. It's phenomenal. Like the visuals I, I get in my own brain is phenomenal. I do too. Like, 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 just a perfect little fairy town. Yeah, and, and the fact that there's a town—it's not just like a one-off. <laughs> Dude goes in and just picks picks a house. Like, here we go. I'm gonna. I mean, I would have wanted to look inside them too. Yeah. I don't know that I would have took anything. It's and then the fact that it like put that fear, like that almost like telepathic fear in you. Dude, it's bizarre. Yeah, I love for it. sure. I love it. Same. I love weird shit. God Same. It's so awesome. But I guess we'll move on to the next one. All right. Hey, fellas, long-time listener, first-time caller on the old Apollo hotline. This is John. Uh, I don't know. I got a story that goes back to February, I guess, is the first encounter I had, or whatever you want to call it. I kind of discussed it with Kyle when it first happened, or a little bit after it first happened. Um, uh, I was, uh, recovering from a abdom- abdominal surgery and chose to go no medication. So I was pretty much feeling the pain and, uh, well, you know, I went to bed early one night cause I couldn't take it, you know, fevers up and down, hot, cold, kind of all that fun stuff. And as I was laying there in bed, saw a figure. You know, I mean, at that point, I thought I was delusional with the with the pain and the fevers coming in and out. And I just thought, well, you know, hell, it's death. Although it seemed like it was short to be death. And uh, you know, long story short, on that one, it kind of approached me. Didn't really see a face. I just know it was like a hooded figure. Kind of short, maybe three and a half, possibly four foot tall. The next couple of days, though, had gone by as I was recovering. The 
local ambulance service was in the neighborhood three different times, different houses throughout that time, which I don't, to me, it seemed kind of weird, weird coincidence, strange coincidence, whatever. Like I said, I told Kyle about that one, you know, text messages with him a little bit about it. Uh, the next part of this and whatever you want to call it, encounter continuation of happened a couple of weeks ago. And I haven't told anybody about this part. Uh, the girlfriend was working a midnight shift. So I was home alone, went to bed like I normally do door shut nice and dark in the bedroom. As I was laying there, I felt something kind of like grab my leg, kicked it, you know, then I just thought, you know, kicked at it, whatever. And nothing happened after that. I just thought, okay, you know, mind playing tricks with me, fell asleep. And the dream I had something that I completely never really thought of. I didn't really buy, I guess I didn't buy into it, even though people talk about the sleep paralysis. I was frozen in bed. I couldn't move. I fought it. I fought it. There was nothing in the room, but the room was like lit. Like, you know, instead of being pitch dark in the middle of the night, it was like it was morning. And I was struggling to move. And when I finally broke free of whatever it was that had on me, I woke up, sat up in bed. The whole left side of my body was completely numb or not numb, tingly numb. That like, like you'd been sleeping on it, kind of numb. The pins and needles tingle and I was having a hard time moving my arm. And with that, you know, coming to the realization that, you know, okay, I'm awake, whatever the hell was going on. Three figures come into the room. Slightly taller than this little fella that I couldn't make out beforehand. Maybe five fish foot tall. All right. Well, to continue on with the story, part two, if you will. I think I was at the point where the three, where I saw three figures come entering into the room. I couldn't quite make them out. They were shadowy, but not shadowy. I can't say that they were like cloaked, but they had a hood over their over their heads. It was. Uh, I found myself yet again not being able to to move, struggling to get out of the bed. Where they approached me and kind of held me down. I was back laying down instead of sitting up, holding me down, struggling against them to get myself free and there's where the whatever this was i mean i thought it was like a dream within a dream again i struggled i couldn't move it gets a little hazy what happens after that i wake up again and i'm no longer laying on my bed i am on the floor and the only light coming into the room is an open door in my bedroom this time I am actually awake and I have no idea what's going on. Like I said, just like a weird dream thinking in my brain that maybe I did leave the door open or didn't shut it all the way. And it just kind of creeped open, but it doesn't explain the rest of the dream.
or whatever it was that happened. Anyway, that's kind of my story. I know I'm not much of a storyteller, but uh hope you guys, you know, at least found it somewhat entertaining. Thanks a lot. Well, that was my buddy John. <clears throat> he, uh, I work with him. I mean, actually, believe it or not, we... I got to hang out with him a little bit today at work and he ran down this story with me. And I, I was like, I haven't heard you tell me this story yet. And he's like, I called it into the phone. I was like, shit, I haven't even listened to it yet. Cause we wanted to do everything live to have first time reactions. But John, he did kind of tell me the story a little bit at work. He also left out a key detail in his story here. And I'm gonna go ahead and share that detail. Sorry, John. Um, <clears throat> sorry, John. So I had asked, uh, cause the, the way it, it kind of comes off at first, like the first entity, I have no fucking clue. It is ironic though, that you had the feeling that it was death. And then the three other people in your neighborhood die that weekend. That's kind of bizarre. Yeah. I was trying to Google up experiences with, uh, short cloaked figures and see if there's any correlation, but there are sightings, but not a whole lot of information behind them. But the second set <clears throat> I was very interested in because it definitely gave me a alien vibe. Yeah. Uh, specifically from like there, there's definitely a correlation between an X-Files episode where the dude, like the room lights up when all the, the aliens enter the room. You remember that episode? I think he's in a basement and there's like a plastic cloth. Yeah, 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 and they are all on the outside of that plastic or that plastic cloth, you know, and they're pushing him. I, I hate it. Yeah, um, it kind of gives me that vibe, but the key detail here that definitely makes me curious about it is so I started asking John, you know, some typical questions like, uh, how do you, how do you, uh, you know, wear your clothes on differently than normal or, or anything of that nature, and he said. Well, I was only in my skivvies, and as a matter of fact, they were off. They were on one leg, but my other leg was out. And he was on the floor, and he had no idea how he got on the floor. That's weird. That's terrifying. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, you probably got probed. And he's like, well, I I didn't feel it. So I was like, hey, that's a good thing, though, right? That means they did the job good. (laughs) Kyle's reaction would be, just go back to bed. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I don't but I mean, I talked to him today and he seemed far less optimistic about it than he was in the beginning, you know, cause at first it was kind of like that laugh it off, but he, I think he's dwelled on it a little bit Yeah, kinda. and really starting to like break down the, everything that's happened Yeah, and like it's starting it's, to weigh on him a little bit, regardless, which is understandable. Regardless of what happened, it's like a, a huge privacy boundary yeah has been violated by right. them coming into your house despite their intentions yeah oh absolutely i'm i'm wondering if the if the small hooded figure that came before has any correlation with the second encounter one would assume yeah but it's not it's not a, a guaranteed thing yeah, and I mean the whole thing started out like because John also said the the entities, the three entities, gave off 
like a female vibe. He's like, I couldn't tell you if they were or not, but I had the inkling that they were female. Yeah, that's that's kind of like how uh, throwaway aliens. He said he kind of kind of just felt the feminine. Right, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Now you say that. About it. Uh, but his story, his story does kind of start off like sleep paralysis. Yeah, and that's I think there's a also a part of confusion. Like when I was talking to John today, because he's like, I can't figure out the process behind this. He's like because, like I hear Steve talk about it and like. The initial start of this, it literally feels like what Steve was describing as far as sleep paralysis goes. But then, like, I could physically feel something grab my leg. Oh, yeah. And that's. And he's like, I don't know. That aspect, that you hear that so often, like with old hag syndrome, like they feel someone yeah. sitting on their chest. Yeah. And like I was talking to John, and I was like, okay, well, you know, realistically, for me, it wouldn't be that far-fetched to say that like you were having a dream, right? And then you abruptly wake from that dream, and, but your brain isn't fully functioning. So it kind of almost, uh, especially the fact that you're dreaming in your room setting, like in a way your, your, your brain projects the dream into your room, so to speak. You know, like it's, it's there, but it's not really there. It's just because your brain hasn't woke up all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, it, there, it, for me, there's also a possibility that maybe, maybe this really happened. Maybe, maybe it was aliens. Maybe you were, maybe it was that 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 beginning phase of astral projection. Yeah, we heard that a lot. You know what I mean? The last, yeah, uh, sleep paralysis episode. You know, so that's well, possible yeah. too. Or it could have been. You know, it could it could be that these things are happening. The beings that people are seeing are legit, are real, but they are projecting this into your brain. This this fear of sleep paralysis of an of an old hag of these hooded figures of shadow people or whatever to get you to get you hyper focused on being afraid of those things, whereas this other shit's going on. Yeah, and you aren't realizing it yeah. because you're so afraid. Right. Or it could revert back to what I always say: it's our brain, it's our brain trying to make sense, trying to block out whatever the fuck's going on, like. Like it's much, it's much more tangible and easier to digest that you're, you're in this horrid, absolute terror of this hooded figure in the corner that you're seeing as opposed to something even worse going on to you at the time. Right. And then, which is a terrifying thing to think. Well, and, and to boot. It's almost like to, it's almost like a like a trauma defense. Well, it, there's also the possibility of screen memories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, because it's, John it probably all falls into the same. Yeah. John was telling me of another story when he was little, and he he's like, it was a night where uh, all of me and my family were sleeping on the floor. You know, they basically had like a movie night where the parents and everybody was sleeping on the floor yeah. in the living room. And he's like, I can remember waking up and talking to a mouse. I could hear voices, and I started talking back, and it was a mouse talking to me. And I'm like, well, that's not that far-fetched, because there was that one old movie back in the day where it was a little mouse, it rode the motorcycle, and he could talk yeah. to the kid and everything else. But John's like, but it wasn't a little mouse. He's like, it was like a three-foot-tall mouse. And I'm like, bro, no. that sounds straight-up screen memory. Yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> like, that's, but it's, it's almost borderline, like, 
with my encounter when I saw the pixelated eyes, like a Super NES style yeah, yeah, eyes looking at me. Making making it something that you relate to familiar with. familiar with. Yeah. yeah. So God I was damn. like, fuck that little I would have <laughs> wanted to kick that motherfucker. I don't think But John didn't make it sound like it was malicious in any big way. Ass mouse trap <clears> is what I Oh, for sure. Yeah. You have a damn John, twelve gauge. John dog, I don't know. That's that's terrifying. Keep us updated. If anything else fucking happens. John, I know he's like, I, because one of the guys suggested that he go get regressed. And John goes, fuck nope. that. That door is staying closed. It's not, I'm not reopening that door. And I said, I don't blame you. Because John's like, <laughs> he was like, you remember? All, he's like, Kyle, what was that fucking movie? What about the, the owls in Alaska? I was like, oh, the fourth kind. He's like, yeah, you remember what happened when all them went and got fucking regressed? They all basically died. He's like, <laughs> they opened the door back for these things to come back into their lives and he's like i ain't fucking having none of that and i'm like well, i don't blame you one bit what if we're opening the door for people yeah i hope not I'm sorry if we do yeah just but if we do also call in and tell us <laughs> valid point we gotta we got valid point we gotta make lemonade out of lemons that's right here at the hollow sky podcast <laughs> that makes me think of trevor wallace <laughs> <laughs> Moving Anyways, on. <laughs> going on and going on to the next one. Here we go. What's up, Hollow Sky Podcast? This is Kenneth. I'm calling the Hollow Line. Um, I heard you guys shout me out on the Patreon episode. You guys are talking about meditation, dimensional beings, a little bit on. Yeah, well, honestly, you guys talked a little bit on everything, and that's why we fucking love you. Um, but I just uh, wanted to get back at you. I did record a voice memo, which I'm going to email to you here after I get off of this phone. I thought about leaving the message on the phone line, but I think it might end up having to take a couple phone calls, and that'd probably just be best to send one voice memo, one clip, rather than have to go through numerous messages. Um, so be looking for that in the email. I kind of explained some of my takes on meditation. Uh, if you guys got any questions, just get at me, text me, email me, whatever. I don't care. Um, just keep doing what you're doing. Bye. Kenneth. My guy. What up, dog? Uh, thanks for calling into the hollow line. I think we already used your... Um, voice recorder. Yeah, your voice memo in a previous episode. So we're not gonna play it again. But dude, thanks for being dope. Yeah, we appreciate you more he's, than more than anything, man. He's a uh, he's a pillar over in the Discord. So yeah. if anybody, I'm get in on the Discord. Him, and, a, him and Kyle are probably the OGs of the Discord. It is an awesome community over yeah, there. Yeah, like and it really is. We just dig into weird shit. It's yeah, it's a good time. I have been absent of late, but life has been exceptionally crazy for me. So I'm kind of missing out on a lot of the cool conversations, which sucks. But I plan on jumping back in in the near future and trying to talk about some weird shit. Yeah, we'll get it figured out. Maybe figure out some even more weird shit. True. So, you know. But yeah, Kenneth, we love you, dude. Thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate it a ton. On to the next. Kyle, Steve, this is Mark. I'm out in Los Angeles, California. 
I just dialed your number wrong. So I dialed zero three eight seven and some dude in Illinois picked up and I'm like, Why'd you answer the phone? I'm supposed to leave a voicemail of something paranormal. And he's like, Oh, uh, I think I got the wrong number. I'm like, This ain't Hollow Sky. So I was evangelizing Hollow Sky to him. He's gonna check out your radio, your podcast. Anyways, I just wanted to give you a shout out. It was cool. Um, but what I'm calling is COVID's crazy right now out in Southern California. They're mandating the vaccines. Um, it's pretty interesting. But, yeah, I got several different paranormal stories. I don't think I have time in this voicemail to leave it. So just give you a shout-out, boys, out in Southern California. I work at a trauma center, and I'm also driving an ambulance. So I get to see all the crazy stuff, 5150s, uh, everything you can imagine that can go on in the city of fallen angels. It's wild. It's paranormal all the time with add a little COVID stuff to it, add the wonderful world of EMS. But just want to give you a shout out. Thank you, boys. And yeah, man, thanks for helping me get home to my family and letting me have a little escape with your podcast. I will send out an email a little bit later. Have a good day and keep on bringing the real truth to our ears. God bless. Adventure is a daily choice, boys. Go get it. Mark, my dude, thanks so much for calling in and thanks for calling the wrong number and still plugging the podcast. Yeah, that's fucking dope. That is above and beyond. Like, I literally just sat here and held up the metal horns the entire time you talked. I love it. It, it was fucking it. awesome. We uh, we want to hear. We, we, we are on board. Absolutely. To hear some of this West Coast weird dude, shit. Dude, absolutely. And we appreciate you for being out. In the mix of all the shit, bro. Just, uh, I don't know. All I can say is just stay safe. Yeah, for sure. With all the crazy shit that's going on. <clears throat> you have the number now. We'll set up We'll set up a day. Maybe Kyle will shoot you a text message. If you've got if you've got some weird shit you want to talk about, we'll shoot you a text message, set it up, and we'll we'll yeah. get on here and we'll talk about it. Yeah, because- we'll, we'll, maybe we'll try for one of those Fridays where we can, you know, you know I, I know that it gets a little rough for us because Steve has a wonky schedule and then sometimes shit's weird for me as well, but I'll try to like pre-verify a Friday or maybe a Saturday. What I, cause I'm sure you work fucking crazy hours too. Oh, so we'll figure <laughs> something out though. I'll, I'll start texting you. Um, and we'll try to get something set up because I feel like you're going to be super easy to talk to. You have you're, some weird, like your energy shit. is off the charts. I love it. Um, yeah, I, I just love it. I think it's going to be a great conversation. I really do. Yep, we're here for it, dog. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be awesome. Um, What do we got here? We have two more to go through. The next Hell one's yeah. short. They're both short, so <coughs> we're going to burn through these and then wrap her up. So here we go with the next one. Hey, my name is Harrison. I, I was the guy that got in touch with you on Instagram about the... um. <clears throat> The flute's playing. Um, I don't know if this is the the number to call in for the the thing you posted on Instagram in regards to like Dart Bell calling, but I just thought I'd call and give you a little bit more details to the story. Um, yeah, hopefully this is hopefully this is the right one. Have a good night. Bye. Harrison, what up? That was definitely the uh, precursor to 
the Midnight episode Flutes. Midnight Flutes. So that was him just getting in contact with us. Yeah, get, and uh, weird. that was my fault. I need to um, program your name into the phone. That's another thing. If you guys shoot me a text or or call or anything like that, give me a handle, something to to log you in the phone as so I know who I'm conversating with. Because it gets a little confusing when you just see a ton of different fucking phone numbers. <laughs> they all start to look the same. Yeah, yeah. And I, I it, it's easy to forget who you're talking to. And then, uh, but yeah, try to, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, I know that I can get Kenneth's uh, last name or Kyle's last name, but I literally write it down as Kenneth Discord. I know who that is. I, I'm not going to forget that. So, like I said, even if it's just some type of handle, you know, Steve Cannonball or whatever the hell you want to come up with, Sick. shoot it over. That way, at least I have an eye. If you want to, you don't have to, but it does make it a little bit easier on me. Uh, so I'd appreciate it. But we're going to go into the last one now. So here we go. My name is Julie Ventil. I listen to your podcast, and I just heard the most recent one with the Australian guy uh, giving the story, and he was talking about some things moving in his house. Um, he is very open. I'm sorry. I'm a medium myself um, here in Illinois, um, but I've had that happen uh, myself, things moving. Sometimes it's your own energy um, moving things that happened when I was first opening up to being a medium. Because um, I didn't know I was one. Uh, and then also a live person's energy. So my mom's energy was coming through and moving a glass and on a table next to me and also a lamp was shaking. So that could be a couple of reasons why um, he's having movement um, because he is opening up more and that happens. You just don't know what to do with your own energy and you have to learn how to control that. So anyway, I thought I'd just call and give some advice. Um, you guys have a great day. Bye. Julie, thanks so much for uh, calling in and leaving your message. I'm definitely uh, curious about uh, the whole process of being a medium. Yeah. I've, I've always heard about it and kind of just existed on the fringe of the subject. But now it seems to be popping up more and more in our <clears throat> investigation and experience and the stuff that we look into. So I'm, I'm fully invested and curious as to uh, some more information on being a medium. Also, Dom, if you heard that, definitely look into that. It sounds like she she might be onto something here with you possibly experiencing some uh, medium properties yourself, bud. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And also, um, thank you so much for calling in with advice for other listeners. Uh, I couldn't recommend this anymore. Like, it was just short and sweet, you know, voicemail. Uh, but because there are things that, that you, some of you guys know that we don't have a clue oh, yeah. about. <clears throat> so in, in someone like Dom, he may not necessarily be looking for answers, but he might also be looking for answers as to why this is happening. Yes. And the fact that some people can uh, give solutions to, or possible solutions to these types of problems is fantastic. Yep. And especially in this voicemail format, because then we get to play your voice. And sometimes I'll be a hundred percent honest. You guys are going to explain what you know better than what we can explain what we don't know. Yeah. And it's, it's way more 
personable to hear Absolutely. it coming from coming from someone. Absolutely, that knows what they're talking about. So I honestly I could not appreciate this any like the, I appreciate this so much. The yeah. fact that and I know it happens all over the place. Like it happens on Discord and the Facebook and people getting at us through text message essentially with advice for someone or this that and the other. But this was so cool to hear, especially for the first time. You're kind of like, man, that's awesome that somebody took the time out of their day yeah. just to try to help somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, like that's so cool. We like it's it's almost like we're just for that for that we're just kind of like the liaison. Yeah, you know, like for sure. We're just we're just connecting the two ends that need to meet. Right. And it's I don't know it's awesome. We have we have such a great community. Yeah, I can't, it's, it's, I can't stress that enough. I know fantastic. I'm a broken record, but I love all you guys. You yeah. Are, you are all just excellent. Like we we constantly sit here in amazement, bogglement. Um, we're just gonna gloat on you guys for a little bit. So yeah, we just sit here in, in bogglement quite often. <laughs> Fucking it's gonna be the new word forever. It's gonna be the uh, next sticker, bogglement. But we we literally sit here and we cannot figure it out. Like how how we're even where we are at. Uh, the fact that everyone. Like I'm not kidding, Steve's not kidding, Kenneth's not kidding. Like, Discord is so fucking cool. Everybody over there is so nice, and you they get... all just communicate with each other openly. You come if you if you have something that you need solved and you put it over there. So many people just go oh. in head first. Oh, I for sure, it. just balls of the wall. The more brain power, more mind power we get over there, the better. For sure, absolutely. Because a lot of you are infinitely smarter than me and Steve could ever dream of. True. So we have that going for us. But it's cool to, to watch. And, and sometimes, like here of late, I haven't been active, but I do try to get on there and kind of stay <laughs> at least relatively current. Get on there and there's 387 new notifications. That happens. Uh, but it's cool to see that we also don't need to be there for it to exist. Oh, like yeah. now it's, it's its own ecosystem. It does its own thing. Everybody's in there. And there's different rooms now, and everybody's just kind of doing their thing. And it's just kind of cool to sit back and watch everybody communicate. And like I said, everybody's nice. Nobody gets after each other. Um, like It's just a cool place to be. I don't know. I really enjoy it. I, it's it's humbling. Everybody's humbling. And everybody who's donated to us, take, listened to us, re- gave us a review, everything. Everything is far more than what me and Steve ever expected to come out of this. Accurate. So it's cool. <clears throat> like any any podcaster that's helped us, and that's why we you know we try to scratch people's back when we can. I don't know. We just try to do our part. We try to be nice people and have fun. Do what we do. True that. We'll hopefully, try to figure some shit out and see how far down the rabbit hole me and Steve make it. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Everybody's got their offshoot in the rabbit hole eventually. And just see how far we get down it before yeah. uh, before we get ejected out of the game. I just want to figure out what egress is. We'll get there. I I I feel like we'll get there again. <laughs> I really it's just, do. It's just that that mind worm that just it is it is here. like at first I was so stressed about it and then after like it stopped. Like we've talked about this before, but after it stopped, I felt so disconnected. Like I felt like something was missing. Like like someone denied us something. Yeah, because we were like sense? it was happening. It was the the trail was on fire. Like they were blazing the path, and we were just walking right <laughs> down that motherfucker. Even even through my reservations, like we just <laughs> kept on walking, 
kept on walking. You know, just stopped. And then, yeah, just ice cold. All clues went went south. They, ghost, uh, they ghosted us. They did ghost us hard. They basically just left us on red, which they, fucking pisses me off. The, like I said, the last message we ever got from them was the exact, exact verbatim first message we got. From yeah. Them. And I, Bastards. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, if you're listening, we... Uh, we're still here. We're still here. And we're still in amazement, and we are still trying. We are trying to find you. So, if any, oh yeah, I mean now now we're way off course. So you guys okay. are here to deal with it. Well, we do. If anybody did get in contact, yes, with them, let us know. We need because we're still digging communication. And I'm still gonna find out what the fuck it was, where it's at, and I'm gonna drive there and I'm gonna talk to these motherfuckers. So. I wish I had that sound clip in Wayne's World whenever the cars drive through their hockey nets and they, they take the hockey nets out of the, the street. And then whenever it's clear, they go, game on, <laughs> game on. I just got to know. And yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah. If you guys dug that, if you like listening to everybody else's uh, voicemails, keep keep them coming. I thought it keep was fucking in. awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's it went a change so of pace. much. It went so much better than I expected it to go. Yeah. And it like... I was I, I was expecting to you to click on one of them and be like, get fucked. Oh, dude, I, I, I never mind. I yes, I was expecting that as well. Um, I was expecting some hate, but we didn't get any, which is weird. But uh, also cool. It went way cooler than I anticipated. Like I, I don't know. I don't really know what I expected out of it, but this was not it. <laughs> <laughs> like the stories on there, they were all fucking cool. They were all crazy. Well, uh, the help was cool. I don't know. Like there it was, was just, it was just sick. There's literally after this episode for me personally, there's so much to smile about. Yeah, like there if, really is. Keep keep that phone line busy. Yes, people. please. If you if you have, I got it on silent at the house, so I'm not gonna hear it. It's in its own room. If you have something Let weird happen. That you would like to share, that you need to get off your chest, that any anything, if you can stay one hundred percent anonymous, if something bizarre is going on, and you need to talk about it, call yeah. that number. That number is always there. We might not, yeah. we might not be there to pick it up, nope. but we will get to it and we yeah. will talk about it. So, and, it, uh, and another thing that I will, I do want to reiterate, and I can't, we cannot stress this enough. If if you decide to come on the show and you don't want us to use your real name. We do not have to use your real name. If you want to stay completely anonymous, even from us, you're more than welcome to do that. Uh, and another thing, we will never, ever, 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 ever give out any of your personal information, not your cell phone, not your email, yeah. nothing, unless you tell us to. Unless, yeah. you know, unless, let's say, uh, Kenneth's trying to get a hold of you to help. We will facilitate you and Kenneth. We will not say, in an open chat. Oh, here's so and so's email or phone number. Yeah, yeah no, that's never gonna You're happen. Safe with us. Without and hell, there's there have literally been people who have emailed us. They've they've sent us audio files. And then they've also said, but do not share this on the show. This yeah, is for you I was, guys I was only. I'm just gonna touch on that. If you, if you do, if you have something that you you just want us to And please hear say that. And please talk about. please make it clear that this cannot go on the show. We don't have a problem with that. We don't. Yep. We can get get at you personally with our thoughts. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> Absolutely.
yeah, your your privacy is just that. It is your privacy. We will respect that a million times over. Yeah. Well, with that being said, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, again, if you guys liked it, you know the number. Call it in. Leave us messages. It's in the show email. notes. It's in the, in show, the show notes. notes. Yeah. We got a P.O. box and just weird shit. You know how it is. Yep. Till next time, stay weird, stay safe, and stay on the phone leaving us voicemails. <laughs>